This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hans Shot First. I'm Jeff, joining me as usual are Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hey. Hello. All right. Today we're going to be talking about the Man of Steel. Nope, not in this version of Superman. Issue number one. All right. Take it away, Alex. Man of Steel. There's a lot of love-hate for this movie. I particularly love it. You love it? I do. It's a, it's a really good movie for me. I was very entertained, and I think it's a step in the right direction for movie Superman. Okay. But that's not to say it's without it's that even I find problems with it. There's <laughs> there's some things that irk me. So well, let's let's go back real quick to when you said love hate. Uh huh. Like that that implies that you love it and hate it at the same time, uh, and a lot of people do. Whereas Jeff and I don't love any part of it. <laughs> I didn't hate, say we hate a lot of it. I didn't say I didn't love any part of it. Well. Yeah, see? There you go, Scott. You're the only one that I like parts of it. I didn't love parts of it. I like him. I just don't know if I'm in like with him. I have a list of all my things I like and don't like about this. And the list of stuff I don't like is way longer. So, Anyway, Alex. Okay, go let's go to one of my favorite parts uh, in the movie right off the bat, Krypton. I love the whole set design, all the costumes. I Krypton in general was pretty much perfect for me. Yeah, no, that, that, the whole first twenty minutes was interesting, and it's probably my favorite part of the movie. It's hardcore sci-fi until they get off the planet. Mm-hmm. It's really so, cool. why? So, why do you guys say that? Like, why is it you like it so much? Because they actually made it into like a really believable, actually alien world. I mean, in the original, they had like all the crystals and everything, and they had light up stuff but it it to be honest it didn't feel like a whole world it just felt like oh these guys are in a really cool set i know it was like what was it the 70s 80s when the first one came out it was 79 i think 79 it was cool and i like that design also but it maybe it was just because of the limitations of the time but it just felt like they were on really cool movie sets but in this one you actually get to see like a living breathing krypton well a wheezing Krypton since it's about to implode. <laughs> but I, all the creatures in it, and I like that they even kept some of the uh, crystal-themed stuff from the original movie also. Where so the uh, the screens and stuff were kind of made of, like, crystal-y type material and the key that he makes with the uh, Superman S on it. Yeah. Is that crystal stuff from the movie only, or is that just from straight from the comics that both movies are... Um, adhering to. You know what? I don't know. Yeah. On that, I actually have no idea. I mean, I know kryptonite appears always has appeared as a crystal, even in the comic books. Okay, so that's a good point. That like, if it that appears as a crystal, then why not the rest of the planet? I don't know. Hmm. Just because we have crystals here doesn't mean our whole planet's crystal. <laughs> that's true. 
Alright, well, I will say that the Krypton was one of the parts I did like from the movie. I thought it was a little too long, because it felt like a whole other movie. Definitely it, too long. It, it felt like, oh, this, this like you said, it's a cool sci-fi movie, and this one character, um, you know, uh, Kal-El, or not, Jor-El, sorry, um, yeah, it's this whole thing, and then all of a sudden, okay, well, now we're on Earth, and it's just forget, almost forget everything you saw there, except that you know why Zod and those guys hate um, Jor-El. But yeah, it's know, almost it like there's weird. two. It's almost like there's two prologues there. Yeah, it jumps from the the one, and then it jumps to him tooling around in the the Great White North. But I did like it. It's way better. I love the original movie, and I will say that yeah, this Krypton is way better than the original. Yeah, again, the cool, coolest part of the movie and an interesting direction to take the series because everything, every movie up to that point had been pretty much bound to Earth. I mean, you get a couple minutes of the Krypton stuff in the, in the original, but that's about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do like that they give Zod a reason to hunt down uh, Kal-El, not just because, oh, he's another Kryptonian, but because he also has all the genetic material for, you know, cloning Kryptonians embedded in his DNA. Which was kind of weird. Don't you think that, like, <laughs> I don't know, I know it's a sci-fi future world, but everything, all the DNA fits on this one little thing, and then he just somehow just infuses it into the DNA of a man or boy, whatever. Because he's <laughs> the first natural birth in centuries. That's <laughs> Oh, yeah. Why. Okay. <laughs> It was, it was a little MacGuffin-esque. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right, it does give it a reason for why he wants Kal-El, as opposed to just, you know, like you said, he's another Krypton- Kryptonian and that it, uh, his dad had b- betrayed him, or he thinks had betrayed him. Mm-hmm. And I, what do you think of, um, what's his name, Maximus playing um, Jor-El? Like, compared to Marlon Brando. I thought he did a fine job. He didn't look. He didn't look too scientisty, but well, he, he got a chance to to show some warmth there, um, be be a father figure. Whereas mm-hmm. in the, the original Superman, he's just a talking head more than anything else. By yeah. by the time the movie's over, so it, it, very different from the uh, from the Marlon Brando. So it's kind of hard to compare the two. Now we gotta send my plus, boy to this other planet. Yeah, plus, plus it's Marlon Brando. It's kind of hard to really put him up against anybody. Don't worry, he's gonna be fine out there. But yeah, I'm not really. Yeah, I guess I did say the actors' names, but it was just like the the versions of them. I guess is more. But I did say the actors. Anyway, I thought he was all right. I, I'll I'll mention. I'll just jump right to it. He was way better than Earth Dad. <laughs> Earth Dad. Kevin Costner was the worst. <laughs> Yeah, he was kind of one of the weaker links in the movie. Even though his character is kind of dumb in the movie too, just doesn't help. Yeah, oh yeah, I guess I'm not, I don't know if it's Kevin Costner's fault or just the script's fault, but oh my god, one of the worst characters in the history of everything. I say more Kevin Costner's <laughs> fault because I kind of see, you know, uh, Jonathan is just—he's just a farmer. He doesn't know about any of this alien do wacky crap. It's okay, just you know, just keep it hidden. Yeah, but like, like I mentioned before, he—he—you don't have to be smart to say, "Oh, it's a good thing that you saved a bus full of drowning children." And then, yeah. and this version of him, he's like, "No, you should have just remained hidden and let those kids die." Really? Like, yeah, every, he didn't say that. Scene, he said maybe. 
whatever. It's like every scene he's putting, he's putting him down and getting mad at him. That is much. that is true. There wasn't a lot of father stuff coming from Kevin Costner. Yeah. So I will say the dad in the first movie is way better. I forgot the actor's name now. Um, Glenn Ford? Oh, that doesn't even make sense. I think it Does is it? Ford. Anyway, like I know the one line from that that I always liked is uh, Clark Kent's like, you know, Dad, these guys, you know, they're mean, and I can score a touchdown every single time and everything. And he's like, son, I don't know what brought you here, but I'm pretty sure it wasn't to score a touchdown. <laughs> Like, you're here to, you know, there's a special reason for you. Or, like, Kevin Costner gives, like, the exact opposite advice. advice is, you're here because, we don't know why, but don't let anyone know. Just sit here and do nothing and, ugh, can't stand it. That's my one of the biggest problems with this movie. Anyway, carry on. Well, Kevin, spoilers, Kevin Costner doesn't, you know, survive long in the movie. Well, neither does he in the other movie, but... At least, oh, yeah, and that's another thing. And... Oh, I'm going on. I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> in the other movie, he's all all these powers, and his dad has a heart attack. Superman can't save a guy with a heart attack. That's just something he has to learn, and he can't save everything. Um, although he does fly around the world, and <laughs> yeah, which at the end of the movie, he so. <laughs> oh, he didn't know he could do that. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Yeah, at that point, maybe he didn't know. But in this in this movie, he clearly can save his father. It is like the most ridiculous thing. You know, I would have to be Superman to make a situation like that. You are fucking Superman. Go over there and get him and come back. No one even know anything. I, uh, oh, that's true. Uh, but I'm going to... That's Kevin Costner's fault. That's his own damn fault. Plus, he's going back for the dog. Come on. The dog? It's not yeah. Kevin Costner's fault. It's bad script and directing. <laughs> so it, it's, it's actually a, a tough bit of writing there because you got to kill him off somehow. And yeah, like, like you said, it would have been better if he died of a heart attack or got crushed by farm equipment or something. Um, or if he had a Sophie's Choice. Like, can't, Clark had to save somebody else. Or Yeah, dad. yeah. It just, it, you have to kind of get meta here. I, back in 79, I, I don't know if the same amount of people knew what Superman was about. Um, probably, but between then and now, there's been a ton of additional comics and cartoons and more movies. So... Even more people know, you know, that Superman's kind of this omnipotent being, and to have him to to shut him down that way, just uh, yeah, you know, like Jeff said, just leaves a bad taste in your mouth. Uh, yep, I'm done with this topic. <laughs> Superman? <laughs> no, not Superman. Oh, okay. Well, well, you know what? Actually, since sorry, sorry, no, since fine. since Scott mentioned. You know, people know maybe maybe they know about Superman now, or they didn't because he's been around. Is I just want to bring this up: Is Superman like the greatest American fictional character? No, that's uh, Jesus. Fr- from comic books. <laughs> American, I said. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> just American yeah, fiction. American Jeff. <laughs> yeah, I'm not gonna go back, and you're not gonna look at like Ulysses, uh, Ulysses, and all this crap, and Sir Arthur, and all this. America. Yeah, America. So, uh, oh. so, so, do you mean just in fiction in general, or yeah, in comic books? No, in general, Tom Sawyer. Like, I was gonna say, like, maybe you can say like Huck Finn, Tom Sawyer, maybe. But nowadays, I bet more kids know who Superman is than Tom Sawyer. Ugh, that's a shame. <laughs> um, 
Paul Bunyan. Yeah, 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 you have all the folk heroes, the Paul Bunyans, the Johnny Appleseeds, your but, your legends, your Davy Crockett's. But I would say today, <laughs> wouldn't you think more kids today know who Superman is than? Oh yeah, for sure. Davy Crockett. Yeah. So we got more money than Davy Crockett. All the all the X Men. All, all the Transformers. <laughs> Optimus Prime might be the best American hero. <laughs> And no, but your grandparents don't know who that is. But your grandparents will probably know who Superman is. Yeah, that's true. I know my parents don't know who Optimus Prime is, even though they bought him for me as a child. Like, <laughs> I would be surprised if they know who Optimus Prime is. I know Here's they know your, who uh, Superman is. Here's your Octopus Prime. <laughs> yeah. yeah but that, so. that thing turns um, into a robot? So just from a well-known standpoint, I mean, yeah, Superman's definitely got to be up there. Mm-hmm. Captain so, America, uh, maybe, because he actually fought the Nazis. <laughs> well, <laughs> it was secretly no. fighting the Nazis. <laughs> he did fight the Nazis. He did fight so the from Nazis. that, if that sounds like that's true, if not, he's going to be in the top two or three, right? Like, So from that point of view, it is hard to make a movie that because everyone knows this character. Everyone's coming on it from some point of view. So I can see why it is a really hard movie to make, to make everyone happy. Because some people, Superman is just the comics from the from the forties, some people's version is the old black and white um, TV show, right? George some Reeves. is exactly some is Ke- uh, not Keanu Reeves, Jesus. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think you uh, mean Nicholas Christ- Cage, <laughs> Christopher Reeves. Do it, Scott. Carla was the prom queen. Hey, wasn't he going to be? Um, yeah, in that there Kevin were, Smith Superman were, or whatever. There were. Talks. I don't know how serious they ever got, but Dude, there's a documentary of it. They had a uh, Nicolas Cage like dummy, complete with like his likeness and everything, that they were testing the new Superman suit on, the one with neon lights on it. I almost wish that had been made because that would have been <laughs> just completely nuts. Mm-hmm. That was what going to be directed by Tim Burton and was written by Kevin Smith or something like that, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes. And it, it sounded from the just from the trailer of the documentary, it sounded like it was going to be like super sci-fi, like really sci-fi. Not with Tim Burton. Yeah. <laughs> what has he ever done on sci-fi? Well, not Superman, because he was going to do that. It was going to be his highest sci-fi thing. <laughs> yeah. He could have. He could have been the the original uh, like head guy, like Whedon is now. <laughs> Can you imagine that? Tim Burton in charge of the DC universe. Holy crap! <laughs> la 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 la. He did yeah. do pretty good in the first Batman. Yeah. yeah, it was a good reimagining. The character. Having Jack Nicholson on board didn't hurt either. So. Anyway, I think he is the greatest American fictional character, or most well known. So I think you guys can't prove me wrong, or haven't come up with a good reason one yet. So. Any listeners out there, if we have any listeners, post differently on Facebook. I dare you. <laughs> Ooh, Jeff at Gmail like a, a double dog dare you. Anyway, back to uh, <laughs> Superman now. We're back on Earth, and he's being a bum around the world. Taking odd jobs for money and saving people in uh, oil rigs. And uh, taking HTH. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he is ripped like Superman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, you know, Superman. Ripped like American Jesus. <laughs> I'm coming to one of my first really big gripes about this movie. And okay. that is when he's at the bar in Alaska 
And that's when he first hears that new new story about oh the government finds like some artifact that's a million years old or whatever, and mm-hmm. he suspects that it's something you should check out. But there's you know a typical douchebag at the bar getting a little bit too friendly with the girls, so he goes and stops it, and he gets beer poured on him, and the guy tries to push him, but he he just kind of stands there, <laughs> dude yeah. is confounded, which is pretty cool. I do but, like that. I always like those scenes where people treat Clark like crap and. And they get stonewalled. <laughs> yeah. But then he goes the, – the douchebag goes outside and he sees his big semi-truck impaled on a bunch of telephone poles. And this is like hours after he had his encounter with Clark. So it's like that had to make some level of noise or somebody had to see if it, nobody heard anything that that means – uh, Clark flew the semi truck up so high that nobody could hear, but somebody would have seen that, right? <laughs> not, not the most subtle move on his part. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I see where you're coming from, but like, oh, who cares? It's supposed to be a joke, right? <laughs> well, of course you're it right. is. But that is that is one of my gripes. I'm like, oh, come on. I think I said that out loud when I was watching the movie. Come on. <laughs> okay. Clark. See, I hate this movie. And I don't care. Like, whatever. That's just Superman. I don't know. That's. <laughs> then there's uh, another point of contention when uh, Superman does get into the ancient Kryptonian ship, and that little drone is flying up in his face, and the security protocols or whatever uh, start firing up, and he gets whipped by it, and he and he gets the key and puts it in. Uh huh. And then. I heard this was a problem for a lot of people because then, like, a few minutes later, Lois Lane gets hit by that thing, and then Superman just crushes the drone. And people were like, well, how come two seconds earlier he couldn't do that? It's like, well, he was caught by surprise, one. And number two, he had the key to deactivate it. He still wanted – he probably still wanted the drone to be working. And when he destroyed it, he caught the drone by surprise, and he just crushed it from behind. So that's why he had no problem with it. I don't know. Did you guys hate that scene? I don't remember that part at all. Oh, okay. A lot of people that I talked to hated that scene. I'm like, come on, guys. I hated it, too. I just, it was weird. Like, it didn't make sense why uh... <laughs> why a drone wouldn't be floating there <laughs> guarding an ancient alien spaceship. Yeah, that whole part was weird. <laughs> um... What's weird about it? It's there like... to protect the ship. <laughs> yeah, but like you said, why is it first, like, doesn't do anything, then it attacks him, and then it's friends with him, then it attacks her. Like, well, it's... it's friends with him because he put the key in the thing. It's like, oh, this guy's Kryptonian. He's a friendly. So Plus only if he the, puts the, the key in? Yeah, the key probably um, uploaded Jor-El into the system, too. Yeah. But then why did Jor-El attack the girl when she came in? Well, the... Jor-El didn't attack the girl. The drone attacked the girl. It's like, oh, the... she's not Kryptonian. She's not with this guy. She doesn't have a key. Whatever. It was lame. But I don't know. I mean, I mean, it was lame, but it's not still one of the big things I would I don't care that much about. What was cool was when he was w- making his way to the ship and just using his vision to just burn out a perfect hole in the ice. <laughs> that, that was cool. That was pretty cool. Just they didn't even show it. They should have maybe showed a little bit more, but they hinted at it. I guess you just kind of kind of saw his glowing eyes. That that was pretty cool. And then he cauterized her wound. That, yeah, that, I've never seen Superman do that. Even in the comic books, I don't think I saw that. Yeah, he just shot right through her. <laughs> He's got excellent <laughs> control. Like uh, not, a Cyclops when he dowels it in with this thing. But not yet, like you said. He's still, at this point... No, he's an adult. He already has full control of his powers. Not when he's... He's not a teenager. 
Uh, he would have shot his load all over. <laughs> it's okay. Well, then Clark Kent and the teenager in the Kent household <laughs> just blown holes everywhere. <laughs> he's gotta he's gotta go out to the barn or in the middle of the cornfield because he might kill his parents. <laughs> well, what's wrong with our roof? We keep getting leaks. <laughs> um. <laughs> mm-hmm. So. So that brings up a discrepancy. So explain this to me. So when he's a boy, obviously he's, you know, he has all these powers, but he doesn't really know how to control them. And um, in both versions of the movies, he doesn't know how to fly until he talks to uh, his father when he, when he finds all the information, right? Like he, he kind of just raw talent and then he trains for like, and I think in the original movie, it's like a year or two that he's gone, right? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's there for a while. Yeah. And in this one... Did it do the same thing or no? It didn't seem like it did. No, I think he just was there and he learned how to fly. Yeah. Because it seemed like he had control of like most everything else. I mean, we didn't see him use like his freeze breath or his super hearing. Well, no, his super hearing was there. Yeah. So it just seemed like that was something cool I did like from the first one that made more sense. That he just was there like training like a, a Jedi or a ninja or monk, you know, honing his natural abilities. So that's something I think that this one, you know, you don't have to show him doing it, but just kind of insinuate that it did happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was just, I did like that he was just jumping around at first, kind of like he originally did in the comic books. And then he had to like really focus in order to be able to fly. Yeah. And that was one of my, one of the, my favorite scenes because I think that's one of the few times that Superman smiles in the entire movie is when he's learning to fly for the first time. Mm-hmm. And that's a real Superman moment, just him out there flying and um, having fun with his powers. Like, that's the only time that I remember in this movie where you see him smile, I think, except for the very, very end when yeah. he's Clark Kent. That yeah. is, yeah, that is my other major gripe with this movie. It could have used a little bit more humor, just, yeah. just a touch more. And I don't mean like, oh, hey, it's that guy that he saved in the bus, the redheaded kid that was mean to him. He's now running the IHOP. Oh, he crashed through his IHOP and destroyed his business. <laughs> Not like that, but actually Superman being just a little bit funnier. Maybe a little bit more joy into the character. I, I, I did like how the, the costume was handled. Yeah, yeah, that was a cool Superman outfit. Plus the explanation yeah. for it was pretty cool, too. Yeah, well, that, that's, that's what I mean. It, yeah. it, it would have been <laughs> it would have been rough if like his mom had sewn it together for him <laughs> at this point. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. I'm a little torn on the outfit. I think I, what you guys just said I agree with. I just wish it was a little just brighter. I think a little too muted and dark. I think I mentioned I, this before. Yeah, I think well the, I think the whole like color scheme for the movie is kinda like that though. Yeah, and it's, I just, it's all kinda got that bluish tinge to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I don't. I didn't like that part of it. Yeah, Superman. Superman's supposed to be bright. Batman's supposed to be dark. Superman's supposed to be bright. <laughs> mm-hmm. But in general, I do think the costume was was pretty cool, um, except for the color. Yep. Yeah, I mean, they. It's kind of inferred that it's you know a piece of Under Armour or chainmail for their regular big suits, but still, they could have brightened it up. Yeah. Okay. S stands for hope. So what do you guys think about Lois Lane pretty much knowing right away that uh, Clark Kent is Superman? I'm, I'm okay with it. It, it really kind of diminishes her character to not figure it out. 
like the <laughs> the fifth time she falls off a building and gets rescued. <laughs> you know, wait a minute, this this fucking guy looks exactly like Clark. You know, <laughs> oh no, it couldn't be him. He's not wearing glasses. Yeah, I mean, it's <laughs> it's one of the major conceits to the whole Superman mythos is that, you know, he just throws on the glasses and acts meek, and then nobody can put two and two together. But I I, I think her character is better for knowing. That said, um, to answer your question, Jeff, maybe they could have waited a little longer. You yeah, know, dragged it out a little more. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I think you're right. I mean, I, th- I think I heard somebody say this, and I don't know if it was Ralph Garman or somebody or Kevin Smith saying, "Come on, it's the <laughs> 21st century. Was this not Superman was written in the 40s when women were <laughs> written as I don't know, without saying this being bad. They just they weren't they didn't they weren't smart. They were just housewives. Blah 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 blah. And now you have this Pulitzer you know Pulitzer Prize winning uh, reporter, and she can't figure out that Superman's him. So I think it's yeah, it makes sense. Modernize it. Um, it makes her character better for it. Uh, she's not just, uh, you know, damsel in distress. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I, so I, I like me, I loves me some Amy Adams. Although, I never really curve. felt, yeah, I never really felt like the two of them clicked in the movie. Like that chemistry wasn't there. It wasn't like with uh, Margot Kidder and uh, Christopher Reeves in the first Superman. But is that because there was very little of him as Clark Kent in this movie? That yeah, that's another yeah. good point. I and he wasn't Clark I, Kent until like pretty much the very end, or you know, the news reporter Clark Kent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he had I think you're right, the, Scott. That persona. Yeah. So I think you're right, Scott. But I think most of the good stuff in the original was when they were in the the newsroom and stuff like that. And just out in the city walking around. I think that's where their chemistry really hit off. And this movie didn't really have a chance to do that. Yeah. So, I, I do appreciate that they didn't try to copy Reeves or any other iteration. Uh, it's, it's kind of Henry Cavill's own Superman. <laughs> Superman Returns. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, he's kind of the, the more serious, brooding. Um, and slightly related, he is British. All all the goddamn Brits are, are taking our jobs. I hate it. We took our jeeps. Yeah. Batman's Bat- British. Well, I guess Batman's yeah, American now. Anymore. Anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. But Wolverine's Australian? What the fuck? Good night. Professor X is British. Magneto is British. Thor is something. Yeah, Captain he's Britain a, is British. I think he's in the Aussie, maybe. Maybe he's British. Please tell me the guy who plays Captain America is American. He is. He's American. He's American. Okay. He's American. But yeah, lots, lots of limeys taking our, Whoa. our prime acting gigs. Especially in that That's movie, right. The Limey. Starring Terrence Stamp. American. So let's talk about that for a second. Let's, uh, we, we already talked a little bit about uh, General Zod. Um, and Jeff had wanted to contrast the two um, uh, Jor-El's. So what what do you think of the new General Zod overall? I liked him. Yeah, he's good and evil. Yeah, I I, I, I like Michael Shannon as an actor, so it was a lot easier to have him go out there and kind of mug a little bit. Plus his, I think, his, his twisted reasoning for wanting to bring back Krypton. And I like his interact and interactions with Jor-El and them like going back and forth on... Like they both want the same thing, but with drastically different means. Yeah. No, I, I, yeah. No, I agree. No, I agree. I, I liked. I was just gonna say. I think I like both 
versions of Zod from both movies. So I couldn't say that I like one over the other. The, it's cheesy looking. Like as much as I like the old ones, it's cheesy looking back at them, and they're just little cheesy little black <laughs> silk. They they do look ridiculous, but I but I do think it's one of the Terrence Stamp is one of the all time like villains. Yeah, as as General Zod, just way over the top, and he gets the awesome line, you know, the kneel before Zod, and it's my favorite line from him is uh, Gene Hackman, like Luther is, is saying. I forgot what he's saying to him, and he goes, Zod goes, why are you saying this? When you know I will kill you for it. <laughs> uh, always gets me every time. That is a good line. So let's just go about the cast. What do you guys feel in general about the cast of this movie? Um, it's pretty good um, casting. The, the casting is one of the stronger things. Um, I, I like that they, again, went in a different direction with uh, with Perry White. With good old Larry. <laughs> Lawrence, don't call me Larry Fishburne. Although he barely gets anything to do. Yeah. Um, his character's kind of mad. Stop trying to write a story and write a story. <laughs> yeah. And, <laughs> and I thought it was really stupid how they all got their, their two minutes at the very end to, like, run from the buildings. and It just felt very tacked on when the movie was already going really long. And they ran away from the evacuated buildings that were falling. We'll get to that later, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, I think he was good. I think uh, – I, I, think, I liked Amy Adams as Lois Lane, and I thought Henry – Whatever his name is, Cavill, Caviezel. One of them's <laughs> Jesus and one of them's not. Which one's Jesus? Caviezel, right? They were both in the Count of Monte Cristo, though. I know. That's Count what of I Monte hate. Cristo Jr. Yeah, Henry Cavill is there. Okay. Uh, soups. That guy is built like we already talked about, but Jesus Christ. Yeah, him, him and Chris Hemsworth must have been working on it together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Four. Um, yeah. Pretty, pretty, pretty good. Casting. And again, Michael Shannon is odd. Yeah, it's was really good. And the girl, the bad girl, I don't know her name, but she did a pretty good job too. I thought. Yeah, for having a limited role, she really made her work. Yeah. What was her name? <sighs> I, I can't remember the character. Superman. <laughs> Superman. Superman. Zora or something. Yeah, close enough. I think it might have been. <laughs> Part of the Zora Kingdom in the underwater palace. All right. Any, uh, <laughs> <laughs> no good? Well, let's get to the part that everybody hey. hates. What? Oh, no, I was just doing the little annoying fairy from Zelda. Hey, listen. 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 <laughs> the massive destruction of uh, Metropolis. Oh. Yeah. Why? And this. <laughs> In Superman 2, as we were just talking about, when the whole fight was odd, Superman knows that he's ki- people, innocent people are going to die if they have this battle there, so he lures them away. Huh? Nope, not this Superman. <laughs> take this down your one... Superman. <laughs> no, this Superman's going to take down the entire goddamn city Jesus just to Christ. fight these three guys. They, they, they had to up the ante from the Avengers. The Avengers, what, destroyed Manhattan? Yeah. <laughs> and so they had to destroy a whole city in this one. Yeah, so that's on my list. I am tired of these movies destroying cities, and that's the playground for every single battle. Yeah, that's it's every very single. Out, you know, we love Avengers. Uh, second Star Trek. <laughs> second Star. That's everything. Any Transformers movie, any 
any of the superhero movies. Like, ah, oh, God, can't we do something different? I think, like, now that we can, they just have to do it, but move the battle somewhere else. Jesus. Well, we'll see what happens in Second Avengers here. That's what I kind of mentioned from the trailer. It looked like the same thing again. Well, it looked, it looked pretty spread out. And then, spoilers, there was that shot at the very end, which didn't look like it was anywhere near, like, out in the open anyways. Like, at least fight in suburbia or something. It doesn't have to be downtown New York every goddamn time. Shout out to Colin. <laughs> Shout out to Colin for suburbia again, I guess. <laughs> Definitely suburbia. They did fight. They did destroy Smallville. Yeah, which was good. That was better, except for all the advertising. And I guess that's another thing. You guys have seen the honest trailers, right? Of different things. Have you seen the one from Man of Steel? I haven't. Yeah, I heard it. It's it's hilarious with just the from Spawn's brought to you by IHOP, Microsoft, uh, (laughs) all the different logos and stuff that are flying through the screens during all the fights and everything. Yes, starring. Some guy is Superman, but who cares? What a beefcake. <laughs> so why does Superman have to destroy a whole city to save the city? I know actually he's saving the whole planet, and that's what people that's people's argument. Okay. Sacrifice Metropolis to save the entire planet. Uh, he's fucking yeah, Superman. He didn't really that, have to. That whole gravity thing was dumb, by the way. That was probably that. my least favorite part of the movie. You don't like gravity? The, the gravity great. machine. Oh. Uh-oh. The gravity machine in the movie. <laughs> yeah. He's got to fly around the other side of the planet, and then he doesn't outsmart the machine. He just grunts really hard, and then he wins. <laughs> but that's <laughs> Superman, yeah, right? Yeah, that's what a Superman sticks. <laughs> well, that's, that's lazy writing all <laughs> he just He just flexes a little bit more, and then he does it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Plus, I, th- another thing that I don't like is that, okay, Zod's going to make this into a new Krypton, so he's going to give up all these awesome superpowers that he just got. <laughs> That's true. Just to make it into another Krypton, dude, really? Well, no, because the sun was still going to be the same. So uh... they were going to still be more powerful. They, he explained, uh, Jor-El explains to him about how the sun and stuff is even more nourishing and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, that's true. But he was increasing the gravity, though, and that, doesn't, that has something to do with it. Yeah, so I don't think, maybe they could have jumped really high, but maybe not flown. Yeah, the, yeah but I, I see what you're saying. It doesn't make sense why they couldn't just repopulate without having to murder everybody in the entire planet first. And apparently the race can adapt. Um, <laughs> so there's reasons. <laughs> yeah, they're out there without their breathing masks. It's not like they're suffocating. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing that got me mad. They set up that uh, Superman's been there for 18, 20 years learning how 30 to adapt. Years. 30, 30 years, Jesus. Well, maybe I am thinking of Jesus. Anyway, um, <laughs> 30 years, and they can do it in like a day. Because he's a general. Yeah, that's, <laughs> like, that, that really irked me, too. Also, let's go back. Let's jump back to the beginning of the movie where the planet is being destroyed. And they they send their criminals up in that thing, and they're the only ones that survive. Maybe they should have been looking at that technology to get everybody off the planet. Because well, the, stu- the stupid chief, you know. <laughs> it was the, a stupid chief. The, the, the stupid chief Kryptonian council just didn't believe it. He's like, eh, we'll be fine. Our top scientist says we'll be fine for a long time. Jor-El was your top scientist. Oh, eh, we'll be fine. Damn. Nope, planet's gone. I still planet's like Planet's gone. <laughs> Lisa needs braces. Planet's gone. <laughs> Lisa needs braces. 
I still like the Superman original version where they're in a a plane of glass just floating through space. (laughs) That is a good image. (laughs) It's a good look. It is a good look. So yeah, so uh, this one, so the very end when Superman finally commits murder and he snaps the neck of Zod, which I'm all for, I guess. I don't. Mm -hmm. It wasn't uh, like he did it out of, you know, oh yeah, I killed somebody. Sweet. I'm going to go on a murder spree. I can become Batman and kill whoever I want. Yeah, but it's like, okay, it's one particular family where he has to decide. Like, things that destroying the entire city meant nothing to him, but the one city was going to get laser blasted, and that's when he freaks out. But, you know, it was slowly going toward him as he was turning his neck. Uh, I was listening to one of Kevin Smith's podcasts, and Neil Adams, you know, the comic book guy, he's like... Yeah, that scene was just stupid because why does why can't Zod just look at the people as opposed to turn his head to face them? Why couldn't he have just looked over at the family and just burnt them instantly? <laughs> That's not how the laser beams work. Uh, yeah, it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and I was dying when you said that. I'm like, you know, it's true. Why is it like a slow turn? I had to turn my head to it like he's Robocop or something. Just look over there. Burn them fuckers. <laughs> I guess they're using the, cy- uh, the Cyclops logic. Yeah, they were using some kind of logic. So I have I have a nerd question for you guys here. Not was, that this podcast has nothing was, to do with nerds. All right. Yeah. Was uh, Superman able to beat Zod because he was a better fighter or just because he'd been on the planet longer? Because by all rights, Zod should have kicked his ass. It's not like Clark had any special training in any kind of martial arts. Yeah, I think it's just he might have been just that much stronger than Zod because he had 30 years on the planet. I mean, he also has, like, super strong will, the will to be a hero or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, like, he's like Rocky Balboa. Yeah, he's got the eye of the tiger. But he does. still, Zod should have beat the shit out of him. He's like the supreme general of the the Kryptonians. Yeah, I could have I handled a little bit more a Superman beatdown. Well, that's the problem is every time they punch each other, they would fly back a thousand feet, destroy four buildings, and the guy would fly up to him, and he'd hit him back the other way, and knock down that building. I mean, how can a whole you fly through the steel structure of a building and be fine, but Superman can still break your neck? Like it, eh. super strange. Yeah. Eh. It's terrible. <laughs> Fair. Like I said, the second one, although it was kind of stupid, that the other way to beat Zod was to make him mortal. Outsmart him. They trick him. Yeah. Although he suddenly grew the magical power of being able to throw the S into it like the rap thing. <laughs> which is pretty the bad. Stupidest, that might be the worst moment in comic movie uh, history. Yeah. Cellophane. Oh no. Yeah. Our only <laughs> Kryptonite and Cellophane are only weaknesses. <laughs> and just that power of Superman. All of a sudden he has a Cellophane thing in his chest. Or what yeah. about like his ability to be multiple versions of himself, like the whole Total Recall that, scene. That makes sense to a certain degree because he manipulated the crystals or whatever at the Fortress of Solitude. There's sure. no, there's no reasoning behind the cellophane though. Like, <laughs> fine, they're both terrible, but you're right. Fine, I'll give you that. You think this is the real Quaid? <laughs> it is. You're right. <laughs> All right, I'm going through my list here. Let me guys keep going. Let me see. We've gone over most of my stuff. Yeah, mine too. So so the movie's, what, over two hours long? 
and you only see like, Clark as the like the the Clark Kent as we think of him just at the very end. Um, it's kind of a bummer to me because that's, that's one of the funnest parts, at least with the Christopher Reeve stuff, was seeing him just be the the weakling that is Clark Kent, and we get none of that. Yep, um, I agree. I, I'll the only thing I'll say is fine. They're setting up sequels. But the sequels almost are going to be not Superman movies. They're all going to be Justice League or Batman v Superman. So you probably won't even see that much Clark either. So I don't know. Um, yeah. Maybe he can't act the way Christopher Reeves did. I mean, I think that was the best part. No, I, I, I don't think I don't think he should either. I don't think he should take it to the level of like that. That kind of yeah. and and which is fantastic, by the way. I love the Christopher Reeves as Clark Kent. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think he should. But it would be fun to sign, to try him go out there and be the everyman, you know, as opposed to just be, you know, broody and hide out in the north and be depressed. Yeah. Actually seem act like a regular human being for a while. Yeah. All right. Um, so I did like the, I think I kind of, I did like the fact that you get to see him adapt to earth and, you know, he's in school and he, he starts seeing everybody's like skeletons and stuff like that. And he can hear too much and it's, it's yeah. really rough on him. That was kind of cool to see. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's why it's so mad when Zod can adapt it in two days or whatever it was. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, the other thing I mentioned, Superman is sad. Then we'll see the entire movie. I'm not a big fan of that. Um, one thing. Every, every comic book movie has to be that way now, though. I know. It's re- retarded. But that's what I hate. Be... Just because something successful like Batman is a dark doesn't mean every character has to be. <laughs> yeah, I mean it totally makes sense for Batman, but yeah, yeah, it just. <laughs> and I think the Marvel movies do it pretty good. They're not all dark. Uh, they're not all wearing dark costumes. Like the Captain America and Thor, those are pretty bright costumes and doing pretty good over there. Iron Man. Iron Man, exactly. Mm-hmm. He's not dark. Spider Man. Well, Spider Man. Oh. I don't know about that. Too soon. Um. One thing I was going to say, this is with both movies, the, the tech. <laughs> I know it's sci-fi and they're from a much much further advanced uh, culture than we are, but this whole thing of, uh, in the first movie, Marlon Brando being able to answer any question. He's like, I've recorded the answer to every single question you can possibly ask me. Like, what? Yeah, I've, I've and, created and, an infinity <laughs> computer. <laughs> but, exactly. we can't, but we can't create a device that transports us to a different planet even though ours is about to <laughs> exactly yeah, and then that, that was one, always, that's always one of the weakest parts of the superman backstory though yeah and then this one with what's his face walking around the whole time just answering every question in the ship like come on it, yeah. it's gotta be a better way to write that and have him be able to talk with his long deceased fa- long deceased well, I, father I think in this version it was it felt more like i can answer any question about us like, where's the Marlon Brando? Is like, I can, I know all the answers to the universe. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, it wasn't as bad. Uh, if one day bad. you have a grandchild, don't stick an orange in your mouth and chase him around. <laughs> I like how you go Spanish at the end of all your Marlon Brando impressions, by the way. Claro que si. Me gusta mucho las naranjas. <laughs> Dos Angeladas, see me, we go see. This episode brought to you by Los Angeles. Delicious Mexican food in the neighborhood. Anything else? Nope. But I still, hopefully this is a right step in, you know, 
Superman's future. I don't think I think so. it is. I hope the movies are better. I hope they learn from all the mistakes. So I know I know I've been saying this whole time that I hate it. I don't hate it. I thought it was okay. It's out of definitely one of the weaker comic book movies that's come out over the last five, six years though. That's true. But it is a good step for DC, at least. Baby well, steps. It's not. You just remember they just did all the Dark Knight movies. Those yeah, awesome. I don't. This count is those. a huge step. To, what do you mean you don't count though? Because, <laughs> because that Batman doesn't exist in the future DC universe that they're creating for the movies. It's but not they, the same they, Batman. Okay, it's not the same Batman. But they just proved they can make much better movies, and this is a huge step down for that. I don't care if it's not the same universe. It's still a movie studio hiring people to work on their DC property, and they went. No, they have a huge step down. And now it's just now they're going to build on top of this. If you look at Marvel. What was their first big movie? Iron Man, probably one of the best. Behind Avengers is probably the best, right? They're, they started out super strong. This is not starting out oh, good. I, I'm scared. <laughs> I love me some DC. That's I'm scared. So that was the okay. last thing on my list. Is I'm for scared. You. No, is oh. since we're talking about Superman superhero stuff, and we know a lot of that. I don't think we've ever talked about. If you guys are... Who would win? Superman or the Hulk? <laughs> no, that's a whole other episode. Superman or Goku from Dragon Ball Z? Superman or Luke Skywalker? Um, <laughs> Only if he has a kryptonite lightsaber. <laughs> We've been through this. <laughs> but not Superman. <laughs> Superman or Ditka? <laughs> ah, but Superman's name is Superman Ditka. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so my real question is, are you... Who is your favorite superhero of all time? Ooh, and all time. Uh, are you guys impartial to DC versus Marvel uh, or something else, or do you don't really care? I, I, I don't know about a favorite. I have to think about that one. But I, I'm definitely more Marvel than DC. Yeah, I've always liked Mostly Marvel just because as a kid, they, they had the like the X-Men cartoon. Um, and that was way better than any of the shitty DC Superman at the time. Um, but then they had the the Batman cartoon, which was also awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for me, it was always more Marvel. Um, they, as a kid, because they always had more of the super powered characters. Uh, like DC always had Superman, but a lot of the DC stuff you get like Batman. He doesn't really have superpowers. And when you're a little kid, at least when I was a little kid, I was more interested in like the people that could, you know, lift heavy shit and run fast. Yeah, you know, cause you know energy explosions with their minds. Uh, your minds. But, so, yeah, so, I, so short answer, yeah, Marvel over DC for me. All right, cool. Think about your favorite superhero. And I would say mine's going to be the opposite for the same reason, though. I DC was always my favorite because that's what I remember growing up with. The Adam West Batman show, Super Friends, the Superman movie, the Wonder Woman movie. Um, of Marvel, the only ones I ever really got exposed to was like Spider-Man from the Spider-Man cartoon and then the whole TV show. So for me, I was more of a DC, but also as a kid, I didn't know there was a difference between Marvel and DC, right? It was just superheroes. Yeah, I, just, like, I, mm. I, I think uh, outside, of super, outside of Batman, uh, Marvel pretty much has the better rogues gallery from top to bottom for the major characters anyways. Yeah. I mean, I mean Batman has an awesome rogues gallery, but if you look at some of the, the Marvel stuff, like Spider-Man... Uh, a lot yeah, of the, the X-Men arch-enemies, some of the Avenger arch-enemies. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you get a lot 
cooler rogues gallery overall, <laughs> which is really important to, to enjoying that stuff. The but, Flash has Captain Cold. Yeah. He's got a cold gun. Yeah. So I agree Not with at you. all like Mr. Freeze. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> but I would say that's the biggest problem of all the Marvel movies is they don't have good villains in these movies so far. Yeah, like, that that's that's one of the interesting points of the Marvel movies is, you know, I, I enjoy them a lot, and most of them don't. Like, outside of Tom Hiddleston's Loki, yeah. who, who, I, who I love, um, yeah, they're all kind of meh. Like, Scott, is it possible for you to mention Loki's name without mentioning the actor who plays them? Tom Hiddleston's he's good. Loki. He's so good, though. <laughs> he says it every time. It cracks me up. I've, no, he was good. He was good at it. But, yeah, they're, in their movies, they've been successful, but they haven't had a good villain, I don't think. Yeah, it's it's been tough. Like, even, even in the... Uh, Gardens of the Galaxy, like that guy yeah. was completely forget. He was cool, but he was completely forgettable. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, if you, if you just go down the list of all the enemies, and, like both Thor movies, completely forgettable outside of Loki. Yeah. Uh, Cap- so well, with- Captain America, the second Captain America, you actually get the cool, um, you know, spoilers. You get Bucky Barnes as the Winter Soldier. That's actually pretty mm-hmm. good. Um, sure. Like the Red Skull. And then we, t- we talked about this before, but yeah, they wasted. Hugo Weaving in that role. A waste of talent there. So I would say from the movies, the Joker and even Zod is better than any of the Marvel villains so far. Anyway, you were just mentioning that, that they had a better rogues gallery, which may be true because I don't know all the yeah. rogues gallery, yeah, but, but yeah, the movies I'll, I'll, so far. Yeah, I'll, I'll give it to you. In the movies, yeah, between between the Joker, um, Bane, as ridiculous as Bane is sometimes. <laughs> yes. Uh, Ra's al Ghul, like all that stuff. Yeah, they, it, it is strong. I think the Spider-Man movies, um, the Doc Ock was pretty good, I thought, in the second movie. Mm-hmm. Second Sam Raimi one, anyways. Strong. Uh, All right, Alex, DC Marvel. I'm going to go Film Nation. He-Man is my favorite. I knew you were going to say, I think you were going to say, like, Image or something, Spawn. <laughs> yeah, with, uh, Dark Horse. Oh. <laughs> Image Comics with, what's that dude's name that's a horrible artist? Like <laughs> he did Marvel stuff, dude. Rob Liefeld? Yeah. Can't draw feet. Rob Liefeld. Uh, can't draw feet. <laughs> All his characters are way out of proportion. As a kid, of course, I couldn't tell. It's like, oh, he just looks cool and shiny, and he's got all these big muscles. <laughs> just Every once in a while, I look back at some of his stuff, I'm like, holy crap, this is awful. All right, favorite superheroes? He-Man. Come on, give me an answer. It is an answer. He man, he transformed. And he no, was he was not more super. He was more no, super no. as He Man than he was as. Uh, based on all these uh, comic movies over the last ten years, fifteen years. Yes. Uh, I'd, I'd have to go with Wolverine. Okay. Hey, bub. Hey. Hey, bub. Alex. Alex. Yes. <laughs> give me a name. That's not He Man. We need a name. Give us Give a me name. a name. <laughs> Give me a goddamn name. He named names. I am going to say Colossus from the X-Men. Okay. Alex, bonus points if you can do the Colossus sound effect from the X-Men video game. But... He <laughs> <laughs> was my favorite in the video game. I liked him that he was like a reformed commie. Like, we turned him to our side. He defected from the USSR. Um, he turned into metal. That was always cool. It's like, oh yeah, Wolverine's got the claws, but he turns his whole body into metal. Man, I 
Superman, Batman, one of those two. Uh, yeah. As a child, it was Superman, so I'll say Superman still. I think as I've gotten older, I like Batman better. But... Superman does have the best theme song. Yeah, not in this movie. <laughs> not in this movie, yeah. which you you had mentioned before. I was totally yeah. bummed that there was no, uh, no John Williams score in those. Even the crappy Superman Returns knew to put the John Williams music in it. Yeah, seriously. That's one thing it did, right? <laughs> All right. Anything else? All right. It's time for Neum News. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, yeah. All right. I don't have any news per se, but I do have a couple reviews. Um, I finally saw Edge of Tomorrow. Have you guys seen it yet or no? I want to see it. Haven't seen That's it. Cool. Want to see it. I'm annoyed that they changed the name for the, uh, the whatever, the, the digital release. They did? Yeah. I think it's called something like Live, Die, Repeat or something like that. Oh, uh, yeah. I thought that was just the tagline for it. Well, they made that the title. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Anyway, I saw it. I got it on you know digital download, and I really enjoyed it. So you guys should check it out. It's a good sci-fi movie. That's a comic book movie, too. Yeah. It's a manga movie, which you don't really see much. Well, not in the States, anyways. Yeah, so. You should check it out. And then, based on that, <laughs> you mentioned it in the podcast last week, Alex, and I had to go see it. it was Keanu Reeves getting upset over someone killing his dog. Whoa. So I went and saw John Wick, and I loved it. Um, see, I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> it's just taken, but with less personality, because Keanu Reeves sucks. Right. But, <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa! But it was still cool. It was flat out just I'm gonna murder everybody because my life sucks right now. <laughs> and you my dog. Yeah, it's a little bit more than that. But he's <laughs> just an ultimate badass. Just like it's the same. It's taken. He has a particular set of skills, but he's retired, and they forced him back in. <laughs> and uh... because they killed my dog. <laughs> Whoa! Yeah. So I recommend it. Don't expect anything. Don't expect to use your brain at all. Um, <laughs> just do it. Have fun. Enjoy it. Maybe don't go to the movies. Maybe just wait for it to come out. But I had I saw it on the IMAX. <laughs> wow. That yeah, was the only for the time slot I wanted to see. That was all that was available. So I was like, ah, whatever. I'll watch it. And it was good. It was fun. And that's it. Oh, uh, I'm still playing Destiny. Still like it. And... Because you were hating it for a little bit. Yeah, I'm st- yeah, I've been on vacation, so just killing my time. Maybe once I'm back to work, I won't play it as much. Some some news for your re- second review there, Jeff, about Destiny. They're releasing the first expansion in the beginning of December. I did see that, yeah. So Take more of my money, you jerks. <laughs> Shut uh, up and take my money. <laughs> and Arrow, I've been watching, catching up on season two of Arrow. Still good. Watch it. Jeff out. All right. <laughs> Alex. Go. Alex. Alex. Go. <laughs> and Who the fuck is go. Alex? Uh, well, and for, go. for a few months there, I forgot that they were and rebooting Terminator, but here's my tidbit. It's an unjuicy tidbit. I can feel it. Yeah, I know. They they released some of the uh, uh, some of the plot what the movie was gonna be. So, uh, oh, and they have images on Entertainment Weekly on the covers about, you know, how the actors are going to look in their costumes and whatnot. But anyways, in this one, Sarah Connor is 
actually orphaned by another by a terminator that came back in the past to kill her parents or i don't know it was to kill her, her parents or whatever but her parents are dead and now she's orphaned and then another t-800 arnold schwarzenegger was sent back in time to protect her so she, she ends up getting raised by uh T-800 Terminator. <laughs> Little Sarah Connor's all grown up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So she's trained. She doesn't really know about human interaction, but she knows how to fight and shoot stuff. So that's... Yeah. That's, so she's hit, she's hit girl from Kick-Ass. Essentially. Sounds terrible. Yeah. Um, so at the, why are they sending back an old robot? <laughs> yeah. That's the only one that they could find. Oh, yeah. How are they going to get Arnold Schwarzenegger back? <laughs> Come on, hire me. I'm not governor anymore. Come on. Okay, that's anything my, else? That's my, that's my dry tidbit. <laughs> Scott. Okay, I'm sure you guys heard and saw, and everybody listening did too, but uh, the full list of the, the Marvel Phase 3, the rest of Phase 2, and the rest of Phase 3 was uh, put up at their whatever conference Mm -hmm. Um, no big surprises Um, there's an Ant-Man there's a Black Panther which is kind of a surprise Um, Black Panther man he's cool yeah yeah no it's cool Uh, but the biggest surprise was that looks like they're planning on splitting up the third Avengers movie into two movies into two parts so it'll actually be a third and a fourth movie Harry Potter did it Harry Potter did do that it's I don't know. It's, it's I think it's a cool idea to film it all at once, especially with the actors getting older and uh, you know then not having to worry about getting them back for a, a fourth movie. But on that same note, uh, I'm correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm under the impression that Joss Whedon is not going to be directing the third movie. I think we said that. Yeah, we heard that earlier. I think that's true. Yeah. So I mean, I'd love to see him take it all the way through but who knows we'll see how it goes but yeah there's the there's also some movie called the Inhumans I haven't looked that up maybe oh. Alex knows what that's about kind um, of they're, they're the super group that I know the least about but I'm more most interested in okay but yeah it all ends so their uh, other movie timeline starts with the Avengers Age of Ultron in May 1st next year and then it finishes with the Avengers, uh, the second part, um, in May 3rd of 2019. Mm-hmm. So, five but, years from now. But will the Avengers ever end? They'll probably get we, rebooted. Will it? Or are they just... Because isn't that the whole thing in the comics? Just people, different characters come in and out? We always have the core members, though. Yeah. And also because of various property. Like, Spider-Man is like a... Honorary Avenger at times, but that's never going to happen. Uh, well, I don't know. Alex may have a tidbit one day. 20, yeah. 2019. <laughs> um, Jumps in. I think Fantastic Four gets involved with them sometimes, every once mm, in a while. They team I'm up. Sure. Um, so, yeah, it's it's still just going to be the main... They'll have other bits and pieces added, but it'll still be the main four, plus Black Widow and Hawkeye. Um Okay, it just seems like that would be something you could just always keep running and it would never that, be an Yeah, although I think it's going to be hard once like Robert Downey Jr. doesn't want to do it anymore. 
you and lose uh, a big part of it. I think I think he's already at that point. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you, not that the other guys don't have the charisma to carry it, but it just won't be the same. No, I agree. He, well, he definitely carried the, the first Avengers movie. So. Just like in the comic books, they can just kill him off and then bring him back to life. This time it's like, whoa, why do you look different? I don't know. It must be because of magic whatchamacallit. Oh, okay. That's right. There's a Doctor Strange movie, so maybe that'll be the, the oh, storyline. That I'm excited about with uh, what's Cumberbatch. He's going to be the Doctor Strange. Are you sure about that? Yeah. Are you really sure about that? Yes. All right. I heard it too, this... but I don't know if it's... Let's check this I did hear it. Tenenbaum Cumberbatch. Tenenbaum all right. Anything Cobblepot. else? Uh, that's Speaking of me. Cobblepot, Gotham, still watching it. It's eh. Yep. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Before we uh, say goodbye, we got to pick a topic for next week. What are we talking about, Jeff? So, what you talking about, Jeff? Walking I, Dead. No, not Walking Dead. Oh, damn it. I. It's not gonna movie. No movie. <gasps> and not a TV show. Oh. What? what? Web series? A webisode? No. Video game? <laughs> no. Wow, Destiny? No. Oh. A book. What the? I know. I don't even <laughs> read, so this is amazing. <laughs> That's that was the sound of my head exploding. <laughs> so I don't know, but this right up our alley. I I know Alex has read them. I think Scott, you started the read them. Kill a mockingbird. <laughs> no, oh. I want to talk about the Star Wars. Thrawn trilogy. Ooh, I need to reread those. It's been a while. So, are you guys on board with that? You read them, right, Alex? Yeah. You let me borrow them. Okay. And Scott, you started to. I don't know if you finished them. I got like three quarters of the way through the first one. Okay. So, you cool? You guys want to talk about that? You can yeah. do that. Of course. All right. Star Wars. I, Star I will Wars. Be the, I will be the layman asking questions. <laughs> All right. That's it. So, next week we'll be talking about... Uh, the, the Admiral Thrawn trilogy. I forgot the official title of it, but you know, heir to the Empire, all that stuff. So, thanks for listening, everybody. And the girls in the show are all hot, so that definitely helps. And you could probably watch it with your wife because all the dudes in there are extremely buff and they never have shirts on, so they might like that too. Are they it's, black? It's I can't. It's I can't. One of them is. <laughs> okay. Well then, I'll bring it up. <laughs>